Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today we are learning Daf Lamid Dalid Amur Aleph. We just finished learning an interesting din that Rabbi Yochanan said that one can even use wheat, that's truma, that's tame, as fuel because we are not afraid that you're going to end up eating it, even though wheat doesn't fall apart when it gets put, you know, when it's, uh, you know, put as a, as fuel. And in theory, someone might take it and, and eat the roasted wheat. But the Gemara said, Kida Omar Rav Ashi, like Rav Ashi said, um, at the very top of Lamadala Ramadalaf, we said, Bishlikta Umeista. So we said that Rav Ashi had said that we're talking about shlikta umeista, which means that it was like cooked, and therefore it becomes, as soon as it's put by the fire, it becomes uh, mios, it becomes uh, not, not edible. And therefore a person won't, won't want to take it. So now, starting from the second line, Alamidala Damad Aleph, the Gemara wants to know what the source of Rav Ashi was. The Gemara had said, Kida Omar Rav Ashi, like Rav Ashi had said, where did Rav Ashi say it? So Zakti Gemara Vehecha Itmar de Rav Ashi. Where was this vart, this saying of Rav Ashi? Says the Gemara Aha. It was on the following halacha. The Omar Rav Ovin Bar Rav Acha Omar Rav Yitzchak. Rav Ovin Bar Rav Acha said in the name of Rav Yitzchak that Abba Shaul Gavol shall base Rabbi Hoya. Abashol was like a baker in the house of Rabbi Gavel was like a kneader, like he kneaded dough. So he would be the one who would knead the dough. So, um, so he had to he, he had to avail himself of of water and of different ingredients. So the So they would heat up hot water for him. Bechitin shall truma tamea using the wheat of truma that was tamei. Lalush bahen isa bitahara, so that he could knead with this warm water dough that was meant to stay tar. The dough was meant to stay tar. Rashi says that um, that Rebbe would eat chulen bitahara. Taisvus has a different shot. And and um, and they wanted to keep the dough tahar, and yet still they would use wheat of truma that was tame as fuel. So the Gemara had it, the, the the question was asked, "Amai, why is this? Neichosh, we should worry. Dilma osi bahuli de takola, that maybe you'll come to a takola, maybe a michsha will happen." And uh, and a person by mistake will eat or touch that chitim, uh, and it will cause a problem. And on that, that's where Rashi had said, Rav Ashi had said that we're talking about cooked uh, wheat, which becomes mias, and therefore it's not uh, something that person would have a cheshek to reach out to. Okay, that's the end of that Indian. We just wrapped up that Indian. Now the Gemara starts a new Indian. Very, very, very interesting. A little story. Abaya bar Ovin v'reb Chananya bar Ovin. Abaya bar Ovin and reb Chananya bar Ovin, apparently two, two brothers, the sons of Ovin. Um, Tanu Trumois Bey Rabba. They learned Mesechta Trumois in the base Medrash of Rabba. 
So the two brothers were learning in the base Medrash of Rabbah, and, and they were, I guess, were walking one day, and Pogabuhu Rava Barmasna, they met Rava Barmasna. So Rava Barmasna heard that they're learning Trumois in the illustrious base Medrash of Rabbah. Omar Lahu, he said to them, Mayam Risu Betrumois, the Beymar. What did you say? Like, what was Nishadish and Mesech the Trumois in the base Medrash of Rabbah? Amrulay, they responded to him, interestingly, instead of telling him a vart, they said, why don't you share with us something that bothers you in Trumais? Umay kashalach. What, what bothers you in Trumais? Omar Luhu, he said to them, I'll tell you a kasha that I have. Tanan, the Mishnah says in Trumais, that shsilei Trumais shanitmu, that if you have like saplings of, of, of Truma, And these these saplings became tame. Um they they were nishanitmu, they became tame. So what did you do? Because they were saplings, they they were um they they were uh, like small small trees or Rashi says they were like the types of uh, like types of vegetables, um uh, cabbage or something that could be replanted. So they became tame, so he replanted them that they should keep growing in on the ground. Vishaslan, he 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 implanted into the ground the 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 saplings. Says the Mishnah to Hiramilatame, says the Mishnah that these trumais that were now replanted and reattached to the ground, they become tahar, they're not considered food anymore. The tumma goes off and uh and it, it's not uh, it, it's not tame. However, the Mishnah adds the Asurin Milechel that you're not allowed to eat it. So the the question that Rava Bar Masna wanted to pose to the brothers Abaya and Rav Chananya Bar Oven who learned in the Beis Medrash of Rav is he said to them once these uh, um, uh, plants become tar because they were replanted, so So why would they be usher to eat? So Amru lay, so the two Talmidim of Rabba said to him, This is what Rabba said, My Asurin, what do we what do, what does the Mishnah mean when it says that it's usher to eat? Asurin Lazarim. It means it's usher for Zarim. Zarim are non Kaihanim. In other words, that it's still truma, <coughs> and because it's still truma, it remains usher to non kaihanim. So then the question was, well, my kamash melon. So they, so, 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 what does that teach you? What, what, what? So, what is the chiddush then of this mishnah? That gidule truma truma. I, so, so, in other words, Rava Barmasna is clarifying. So, what's the Chiddush here? Are you trying to tell me that something that grows from Truma has a din of Truma? Tanina, it's a Mishnah. Gidule Truma, Truma. So, what would be the point of another Mishnah that says that Zarim, non-Kaihanim, are usher to eat it, which shows me that um, that it's still considered Truma, which shows me that if Truma grows, what grows is still Truma. It's a, there's a Mishnah, you don't have to make it so complicated. There's a Mishnah that says very clearly, Gidule Truma, Truma. So, Elamai, what will you want to tell me? The Chitema Gidule Gidulin. Maybe you want to tell me 
that it's a gather of gidule gidulin, what grows from what grows. We'll see what that means in a minute. Umay komash and what is it coming to tell me? Bedover she'ein zaroi kolo. Maybe you were talking about a situation where you have something that's not zaroi kolo. Now let me take a minute to explain the difference between zaroi kolo and ein zaroi kolo. There's two ways that a plant could produce another plant. You could have a seed, that you plant the seed. The seed, you know, deteriorates in the ground, and a new plant develops. The old thing is gone, and now there's something new. That's one way. But there's also such a thing, let's say, if you certain vegetables, like onion-type things or cabbage-type things, that you put them in the ground, they don't disappear. They continue to grow, and then they could spread out, and, and the plant could become bigger and bigger, and create more bulbs from the from the onion and so on. But but it's not zaroi kola. The original thing is not is not destroyed. So so the Gemara is saying that when 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 they stand when the leaves grow, that's called the gidulim. So you you plant something that's truma. And the leaves that you planted, because it was replanted in the ground, it continues to grow, the leaves grow. That's gidulim of truma, truma that grows. But if new bulbs form, so and the original is still there, so that's called gidule gidulim. Now if it was zarei kala, if the original is gone, so then of course what grows now is not going to be truma. But maybe you're trying to tell me a chiddish, that since it's not zarei kala, even the new stuff that grows is still considered truma because it's directly growing out of the old truma. The chitaman, if you want to tell me gidule gidulin, that it's what grows from what grows, in other words, it's new parts of the, of the vegetable or the plant or the thing that was planted, so then, umay komashwalan, what would be the chidish bidover she'ein zaroi kola, that regarding something that the sea does not um, does not get destroyed. In other words, the original thing that was planted remains, and everything that grows is growing out from it. Honami Tanina, my friends, that's also a Mishnah. The he he addressing he's addressing the two Talmidim of Rabbah, and he's saying this is also a Mishnah. I'm sorry, but I don't know what your Rebbe meant, because the Mishnah says Hatevel Gidulav Mutarim, Vidavar Shazaroi Kala. The Mishnah says that if you have Tevel, now Tevel is not Truma, it's different, but we'll be able to see the parallel from the Halacha. Tevel is food that Truma was not separated from. Until Truma is separated from food, it remains Usr to eat, it's a a Meichel of Isr. And once the truma is separated, then the food becomes, uh, it's called a tikkun on the food, and it becomes mutter. So if you take tevel and you plant it, so the Mishnah says that gidulav mutarin, what grows from it is mutar, bedavar shezaroi if the original tevel is destroyed. In other words, if you plant seeds, let's say, um, wheat or, or fruit or something that, that deteriorates in the ground, and then a new fruit tree grows or something like that, what grows is not going to be considered tevel. Avol bedavar she'en zaroi but something that the original source of the growth is not destroyed, 
Afilu gidule gidulin, even if it's something that's called the growth of the growth, meaning it's not just that the leaves grew, but that whole new parts of the of the plants uh, formed, asurim ba'achila, they're asur ba'achila. So this stumped the two Talmidim of Rabbah. Um, Abaya Bar Oven and Rev Chananya Bar Oven were stumped by this kasha on the way that their Rebbe Rabbah explained why if you plant truma that's tamay, it's considered tamay, planting it is metaherit, but you still can't eat it. What's the chiddush of the fact that it's, and, and Rabbah had explained that you can't eat it means that it's just that it's still considered truma. In other words, that non-kaihanim can't eat it. And uh, and the shayel here, Rava Barmasna did a pretty uh, a pretty good job of demonstrating to these two talmidim of Rabba that there's no chiddush in saying that. So they were they were like uh, they they were stumped ishtiku they were silent. Amrule they said to him, okay, we're stumped. Maybe you could help us. Did you hear anything about this? So Taka he had heard something. Not from Rabbah, but he heard from another source. Omar Luhu, he said to them, Hachi Omar Rav This is what Rav Sheshes said. Rav Sheshes said, My Asurim. What do we mean when we say that if you plant Truma that's Tameh, it's Tahar but Asur? Very interesting. We mean it's Asurim L'Kayhanim. Even though it's Tahar, it's still Asur to Kayhanim. Why? Because it became puzzle behesachadas. Hesachadas means that you weren't focusing or thinking about it anymore. Now, what this means is a very, very interesting halacha by Truma, and we'll see by Ezra Hashem later that it's true by Kachim as well, that the halacha is that one is not supposed to be Mesiach Das meaning one is supposed to be constantly vigilant that his truma and that his kachim should remain tahar and should not become tame. If a person becomes distracted, not shaymer, that the truma is in a situation where it's not being protected properly, or the kachim, so then there's a psal called hesachadas, that you weren't paying attention to it. You, you left it in a matziv where it was susceptible to become tame. Now, as we'll see now, there is a big machloikis how the psul of Hesachadas works. Some say the psul of Hesachadas is really just a suffix, maybe it's tame. Since you left it in a vulnerable place and you weren't paying attention to it, so that makes it tame. Because that makes it tame because we have to assume that perhaps it became tame. But if we would somehow be able to find out, the Gemara will say, if Elio Hanavi would appear to us and tell us that this is Tahar and no Tumah touched it, then it would be Tahar. The only reason that we're, we're, we're shutting down this Truma is because we don't know, because you weren't watching it. But some say that the Psul of Hesachadas is what in our language we call a Psul Be'etzem. The Gemara calls it a Psul Haguf. In other words, it's inherently puzzle. It doesn't really matter if it actually became tame or not. The fact that you left it without Shmira, Rashi brings a Pasuk even, that says that there's an Indian of Shmira by Truma, it's Meshmeres Trumaisai. 
And that means that you have to be shimerit. Even if you would have some way of knowing for sure that it was tahar, still the fact that you would be, you're being Mesiyach Das makes it, makes it a problem, makes it possible. So the Gemara is saying here, if Sheshis was saying that if somebody takes the truma that's Tameh, and he and he plants it. The fact that he had tamei truma, so that's truma that you may see achdas from because it's it's tamei. So, so therefore, when you plant it, even if planting it makes it tahar, but since it had that time that you were not watching it, even though it was tamei, but you had that time that you weren't watching it, it becomes puzzle. And therefore, even Kayanim can't eat it. It's Tahar, but Kayanim can't eat it. Now, the Gemara will point out now, and now that we gave this introduction, it's very clear that obviously this would only be true if you hold that the Psul of Hesachadas is an inherent Psul. If you hold that the Psul of Hesachadas is just maybe it's Tameh, well, over here, when you planted it back into the ground, you know it's not Tameh. And that's what the Gemara is about to clarify. Let's look back. Omar Luhu, he said to them, Hachi Omar Rav Sheshes. This is what Rav Sheshes said. My Asurin, what do we mean when we say that the Tamei Truma that was planted, despite the fact that it was Tahar, it's still Asur? We mean Asurin L'Kaihanim. It's Asur to Kaihanim. Why? Hoyil V'Ifsilu Luhu Behesachadas. Because it became possible through being distracted from it through Hesachadas. Clarifies the Gemara. This is good according to the Manda Omar that Hesachadas is an inherent psul. So Shapir. But if you hold that a Hesachadas is just a puzzle, because we are chayshish that it's tameh ma'yekolameh, then how would you explain the Mishnah? The itmar, as we see, as 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 it was taught, hesachadas regarding the psul of hesachadas. Rabbi Yochanan Omar psul tomahavi. Rabbi Yochanan says it's only possible because we are chayshish that it's tameh. The Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish Omar psul agufavi. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish says that it's an inherent psul. And the Gemara clarifies, as we said, Rabbi Yochanan Omar Psul Tumahavi. Rabbi Yochanan says it's only possible because we're Chayshish It's Tomei. She'im Yavai Eliyahu. If Eliyahu Anovi would come via Taharena and he would assure us that it's Tahar, Shaymin Loi. We listen to him. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish Omar Psul Agufavi. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, on the other hand, says it's inherently possible. Imagine that. Even if Eliyahu Anavi would come and would tell us that this is Tahar, we don't listen to him. Because the Hesach Hadas means that it's inherently possible because of Hesach Hadas, regardless of the fact that we know that it is Tahar. Okay, we're going to stop here. We'll continue when we do Lamedalad on Midbeis Neder. We'll start from this Eisve and we'll continue Be'ezer Hashem next time in the Sugya of Hesachadas. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any Daf in Shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shear, 
please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.